And it begins with Greg just typing. Typing okay. away. All right. Um, and I want to be set up some ground rules. Uh, no jacking off during the podcast. <laughs> and if you are, keep it. Keep camera right God here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No tubing and no Rudy in one out either. Gotta... Yeah. I'm just going to tuck in my shirt and simulate it. <laughs> did, uh, did any of y'all see Borat yet? No. Not yet. Yeah. What, what streaming service is it? Yeah. Because we're now in that that hell where streaming is just like cable, so I don't, I can't keep track of where everything is now. Yeah. Yeah. There's too much options, which I never thought I would say, but it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know about y'all, but I'm not using. I don't pay. I pay for one streaming service, and then I steal all the other 36 that I. Have. <laughs> smart, yeah. smart man. Huh. Yeah, that's exactly how it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's like a, a cousin's sister's brother's like password that they're not supposed to even. To be have. honest with you, I think that's how they're backdooring socialism in. It's just they're <laughs> it's through streaming networks. We're all just sharing and being a society. I never thought about that's how they got us. Damn it! <laughs> that's the Hollywood elite. Cool. All right, um, Lily, do we want to start? Yeah, let's do our intro. It's the KTIF Debate Roundtable. Welcome to the Keep Trying It's Fine podcast. Today we have another special episode, the Debate Roundtable, where we talk about the last 2020 presidential debate from this week. I'm Lily Calloway, and I'm joined with the Keep Trying It's Fine co-hosts Adam Neufer and Greg Catapodi. Today we brought two very special guests with us. Joining us all the way from Tyler, Texas is Brandon Davidson, an all-over good, good human who sometimes can't find the bathroom. And Jay Agbon, comedian and holder of a European master's degree. Now let's get started. I love that you use my, my master's degree as a reference as if it means anything. <laughs> to counterbalance me shitting my pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, everyone brings something to the table. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I think we need a European master's degree in shitting yourself. Like, it's it's the... It's American versus European, like, education system. Yeah, you have, you have to go to Switzerland for that, Listen, though. The European yeah. techniques for shitting yourself are absolutely spectacular. They far outclass the American techniques, which is why Russia has so many videos on Trump. It's just like, I don't blame him. He had to go over there to get it done specifically. The University de Shit Pont... <laughs> Uh, Geneva. Well, I started on a sharding degree, but mm. you know, it just, you know what happens. You can have it. I get you, man. <laughs> <laughs> so first question, um, with this time, how are you guys holding up in this election cycle? Do you feel like you have your sanity? Are you tired? Uh, I can't speak for Brandon, but I, I lost my sanity a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just for visual reference, Brandon just immediately had a uh, shell-shocked look on his face. He was shaking his head in despair and was just shocked into silence by Lily's question. Yeah, it. I, <clears throat> Jay's right on the money. Like, I lost it a long time ago. Uh, I'm doing all right, but I am fatigued. Uh, what is it, 12 days? 11? I don't know how many days we've got. It hmm. can't be over soon enough. Yeah, no. I was excited that the second presidential debate got canceled, but I was upset that we had to cover this one. Yeah, no, I like checked out and then like I have to cover these for my job anyway. And so it's just like a special level of hell because I don't get to like just pretend everything is fine and like put my head in the stand. So this is, I'm not doing good, Bob. I'm not doing good. I'm uh, a... <laughs> 
if I could afford a pistol, I would be doing better. But unfortunately, <laughs> isn't that what we're all looking for? The ability to afford a pistol and not have to keep up with the news at all. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. I felt like that was a really compassionate way of saying that, Brandon. Like that was really, really sweet. I'm trying. <laughs> Brandon 2020. Let's get yeah, that done. Let's do that. Get it trending, guys. Just write write it in instead of Biden. Or Kanye. <laughs> I didn't have Kanye on my ballot, by the way. I was looking forward to opening it and seeing it, and it was not there. I don't I don't think he's on my ballot. I'm super confused. <clears throat> I thought Kanye was running for president, but I, I'm seeing on some ballots he's the vice presidential candidate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that way you can be Yee Yee 2020. He's both president and vice president. Mm. You know, manic punk Kanye is the vice president. Depressive Kanye is the president. So manic Kanye can take over when, you know. As long as we get college dropout Kanye for secretary of education, that's all I care about, really. It's <laughs> a great point. That is a great point. Right. He's a one-man cabinet. <laughs> he, he fulfills all parts of the uh, executive branch. Well, nobody can probably be a better vice president to Kanye than Kanye. Touche. <laughs> That's right. Who, who's going to speak truth to power? I mean, it's got to be Kanye talking himself. I mean, yeah. yeah. We've yeah. solved this. This was a great podcast, guys. All right, I'll see you guys. Right. <laughs> we figured out how to solve 2020. Yeah. What What is rap other than talking angrily to yourself? <sighs> and I've been spitting bars for a long time. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask, have y'all already voted? Like, was this a debate that you watched in order to help make a decision? <laughs> okay. No, I'd already voted. Who are the undecided voters? That's my mm. question. There's no such thing as an undecided voter now. That is a myth. It's a fucking myth. Well, you, you might have people that have had severe head trauma. And can... yeah, okay, great. Yeah, if you're if you're coming out of a coma... And they tell you, you've been out for five years, and they're like, hey, uh, you remember uh, Celebrity Apprentice? Uh, that that would be, I'd just be like, you know what, put me back under. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine coming out of a coma, and you you passed, when you went under, it was 2015, and <laughs> the economy you was, thought it was spectacular, but it was doing all right. You know, yep. Obama was there, he was living his melanin life, and you come out, and they're like, Donald Trump is president and we live in a hellscape where we can't go outside without masks or you will die. Your lungs will implode. Just so you're like, I need at least two presidential debates to make up my mind in that situation. Yeah, we have to we have to respond to that one person who is in the coma. <laughs> Ken Bone. <laughs> oh, Ken Bone. What do you think he's doing right now? Mm, probably pulling a tubing. Mm. <laughs> right now i ken bone he's probably on like one of those cold water creek website looking at like v-neck sweater vests uh he yeah he like he looks good in jewel tones i mean he's still i don't I, he looks like a shop teacher on a date ken, ken of, bone fashion icon is an interesting concept yeah, he's, whatever. he's like a cartoon character he has a red sweater vest for every day of the week just when he opened. Was he wearing a sweater vest or is he or was he wearing a sweater? It was probably a full sweater. I thought it was a full like sweater. I'd to see him a little bit and cut the sleeves off. Yeah. Like, I, like, do you think he's evolved in the last four years to go from sweater to sweater vest? No. Ken Bone, the last undecided voter. Yeah. We have a right to know, Ken. Tell us, Ken, who are you voting for? Do you guys remember Joe the Plumber? I miss Joe oh, the Plumber. Man. That was, that was in easier times when, you know, our president was casually committing mass genocide and war and war crimes. And but we all liked him. And like he was stupid, but wasn't so atrociously <laughs> disgusting that, you know, bringing him up at Christmas would create problems. It was a better time, man. We we like our war criminals to be fun and confident. Like that's. Yeah. They got to Yeah. Henry Kissinger. Fun at bowling. Fun at bowling. You know? <laughs> I mean, listen, say what you want about Obama dropping, you know, bombs on Syrian children. But the man can rock a tan suit and you can't you can't really hate on that. You know, 
<laughs> right. In mid-range, I mean, he put a basketball court at the White House, and his mid-range game was flawless. So flawless. And Trump hasn't done anything. He even extended his range beyond the three-point once, like, the new the new wave of the NBA kicked in. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's He's the Trey Young of presidents. Three people will get that reference. <laughs> Well, before we go into our next question, I think we have a sponsor this week. It's a new one again, right, Greg? Yes. It's all about the uh, it's the law of averages. You make five phone calls, you can get one sponsor. It's very... Well, who is it? Do you have a son going into rehab? Give them a companion that will carry them through. The Hunty Bear with velvety soft stubble for cuddling. A laptop for good days and a crap pipe for bad. Find the secret zipper and pull out the secret note. Good morning, my beautiful son. I miss you and love you, Papa Bear. Let's hear some testimonials. I'm a Navy SEAL, but rehab was the hardest thing I ever did. Hunty Bear was the battle buddy that got me through. My family, my entire family was addicted to crack, but with this bear, now we're just addicted to bear crack. Give your failed son or daughter the gift of transcendental love. Give them Hunty Bear. Go to HuntyBear.com to order today. While supplies last. Pretty, pretty interesting product, I think. It's a big deal, guys. I would buy one. I, I want one. Can we just say that that the Republicans have made Hunter Biden look cool as hell? Yeah. I mean, does he perpetually have a cigarette hanging out of his mouth? Because that's what the media would have you believe. If I had a messed up son or, you know, if you if anyone, Brandon, do you have a son? Do you have children? I do. Yeah. If he were a big messed up uh, crackhead, would you wouldn't you want him to be as cool as Hunter Biden? One hundred percent. I was telling my wife that just the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Most crackhead sons, they're living in alleys. They're uh, crying to their therapist. Hunter is living in a penthouse, I assume, going from Ukraine to Switzerland to France, just doing goof-em-ups and getting people to pay him money. He's a success. Yeah, I mean, it really makes uh, drug addiction look very, very lucrative. Can I just say, I don't, my only problem is I don't like how Hunter Biden identified crack use. You know, mm. because it used to be so frowned upon. And then here comes the white man, like, let me do some casual crack. And now it's the hot thing to do. Go back to right. pain like the Bush daughters, okay? Leave right. crack alone. Jay, are, are you saying that the Bidens have gentrified crack cocaine? <laughs> yeah, they're moving existing crack users out. You know, the price is getting too high. Hard working crack users, by the way. So now they have to move out of the crack neighborhood. Now, like a designer drug. Have you ever had croquet? No, it's crack, nigga. Don't. <laughs> croquet? Don't get to. Come on. Listen. This is Amanda Vasquez. She's been able to afford crack every week for the last 20 years until Hunter Biden began to gentrify the crack scene. It, I mean, you know, now you got like Biden crack. They're selling it. They're like, yo, we got that Biden crack. Biden crack. It's like. You know, it's like these are cocaine prices. If I wanted to do cocaine regularly, I would do regular cocaine. Don't. Is Hunter it Biden has moved in and removed the crack rec center. <laughs> <laughs> He's put in an artisanal crack center, and like that is. <laughs> See now, now your mom, your dad, they're standing on the corner because it's the hip thing to do. It is. It's what um, everyone's doing. Well, it's now hard, like arm the pipe. Now they like free base the cocaine with artisanal like the laundry detergent and bleach. It's not this like comes it. with avocado coast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how do you think that this debate differed from the last one? You you mean why isn't why wasn't it as big as a shit show as the last one? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Are we referring to the president? This is the presidential, presidential debate one versus presidential debate two. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Correct. Why do you think? Well, what do you think was really different besides obviously the muting helped? 
right? No, there was no muting. I was screaming at my, I was screaming at my TV, mute the nigga, and they never muted anybody. <laughs> they no. were like, we're gonna mute people, and then they did it. It was they still treated them like three year olds yelling in kindergarten. Okay, we're we got we have to go to the next. We have to go to the next. Okay, we'll just let you finish before we go to the next. No, mute the motherfuckers. That's what you got the button for, right? Yeah, I, I heard like one, I kept hearing there was more muting happening, but I saw one and it was a warning mute because you could hear Trump go out for a second and they kept letting him going. I keep hearing it was well moderated and I think that the moderator was really good at like, anytime someone would bring up a point, she was really good at mixing it in with her next question and it kind of kept everyone's attention going. But I also think she just like let Trump just talk whatever he wanted and as a result, he wasn't losing. So he felt like pretty cool about it. So he just didn't interrupt as much. I mean, the bar was so low with Chris Wallace, and so I thought Chris, I thought Kristen Welker did such a good job of kind of redirecting, but she didn't seem like combative at all. Um, it would have been nice to see her push back and kind of fact check in real time. I think you wanted her, you wanted her to fight more with with them. Yeah, I mean, I think like if you go back to 2016 and you see. Uh, when Megan Kelly uh, moderated one of the debates, and that's where you know she was a bit more combative with Trump, and it caused him to you know go after her uh, on Twitter and say that she was what basically on her period, right? Like she, oh, was, yeah. her eyes or her wherever, you know, and they were um, bleeding. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that. I would have liked to have seen both of them, you know, Chris Wallace and, and Kristen Welker, push back a little bit. See, I was disappointed. Because Donald Trump did not get into a knife fight with the moderator in the first five minutes. <laughs> that was my expectation. It was very disappointing. This was obvious, like coming off of powerful steroids, Trump. He was on the come down. He was on the other end. Uh, so he was not manic. He was not insane. Low energy, disappointed. Right. Well, his, his indoor voice is like whiny. Like he's just kind of like, oh, oh, that a, what a horrible question kind of thing. If... If I were going to improve this debate at all, I would have put nunchucks on each of the podiums <laughs> and not had a moderator. Just let them walk out right. to a pair of nunchucks on each podium and let nature take its course. Don't give them num- nunchucks. Listen, give them swords. Let's, let's do this like the ancestors oh. did it. If this oh, high, Highlander style. Okay. Wow. Let's just give them. Let's let it. I still think Biden has some military service in him. He could like. Pull out some stuff and but you know, let's let it. Uh, the question is, can Trump even lift up a sword without having like additional help with it? He would need two hands. I don't think you should be allowed to be president if you can't. We wouldn't want to disqualify anyone. We don't want to be ableist. So I feel that if you were to just handcuff Biden and Trump uh, together and then give them both utility knives, yes. So. Then let the last man standing. I watched that movie. That was Saw. That was the first Saw movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. You, both of them will be uh, undergo a surgical procedure to put the uh, the the football into a, their chest cavity, and whoever can crack open the the sternum of the other and remove the nuclear codes is president. Was it? I- I honestly think they should just take all of all of the presidential candidates at the beginning. So all the Democratic uh, nominee candidates and all the Republican candidates and just throw them in a Pan Am style like wilderness area. And that will be our because that's the Hunger Games we can get behind. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like you want to be president, be the last person standing at the end of three days. Good luck. So you basically just nominated The Rock for president. I honestly, no, I, I nominated a habitual serial killer for president, but like. <laughs> oh, so The Rock. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Those circles overlap, so be it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's all about family, but he also murders people. So. I mean, to be honest, I think I just nominated Kanye for president again, but like, <laughs> either way. I mean, once you have control of the military, you got to get used to killing. So that makes sense. That tracks. I think they would be a lot less likely to want to use the military if they, if they, if they physically had. To, I mean, like you look, you think all the way back to the presidents that did serve in the military. I wonder if they were more hawkish or if they, uh, 
were a bit more measured. I don't know. Trump just seems seems like everything's a, a giant pissing contest. I don't. You don't think Trump could kill a man? Not not no. physically. Not in person. No. I mean he he could no. he could maybe make substandard housing for his tenants in a way that killed them slowly, but. Mm. Like more of a social determinants of health kind of killing people. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like just it, just systematic oppression. It's, it's the slowest and most painful death. <laughs> yeah. It's like a like a hidden, invisible killing. I mean, it is good that uh, Trump is a wuss because the only reason we did not go to Iran about two uh, not go to war with Iran about two years ago was because he wussed out the last 10 minutes before the bombs were about to stop dropping. I don't know if people remember that. Like, it was a big deal. You, you, you people know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. <clears throat> seems like 100 years ago, but yeah. I was... know, I know. It seems so long ago. Like, the bombers were in the air, about to start hitting targets, and then he was just like, uh, that's a lot of, I don't know, mm, call him back, which is good, but the fact that he pulled the trigger on it is bad god in heaven uh well i mean if you saw last week they hacked his twitter account his password was maga 2020 exclamation mark like we could have just been in world war three just based off of a tweet so (laughs) if you saw borat our national security is not good you guys like it's just so what do you think is his new password then ivanka (laughs) probably maga 2020 exclamation mark two (laughs) (laughs) maga 2024 because i don't know if y'all use a lot of passwords in your professional lives but it is a pain in the ass so so you always add a two at the end yeah that's why they can't get it you know oh change your password okay i guess it's uh three we're on three now (laughs) i can keep going all day did you have any surprises in this debate uh Oh, I'm the least racist person in this room. That was a good one. That was <laughs> kind of dunking on the moderator there too. Never, yeah. Right? I've never laughed so hard in my goddamn life. <laughs> I'm the least racist person in the room. Never use the term gypsy as a slur. No. <laughs> <laughs> but there was there was like actually even veiled racism in him saying that he wasn't racist. He's like. It's so dark in this room. I can't see it. I yeah. I thought yeah. that's what his next statement was going to be. Like, maybe I can't see them. But like, I was he, like, oh, geez. He, he just tiptoed right up against <laughs> it. And I liked how Biden was like, oh, Abraham Lincoln over here. And then he got he was like, why would you call me Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> <laughs> he was so confused. What's the best argument for him being a psychopath is that he just has like no sense of metaphoric or abstract thought. It was only like concrete. Why are you calling me Abraham Lincoln? I'm not Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, and that's, that's so true because if you if you look at other things he said, uh, he was on the stump last week and he was talking about uh, stealth bombers. He legitimately believes they're invisible. <laughs> I missed that. He did, he, he's like, son, talking, it goes right through them. Yeah, he's like, I'm talking to the soldiers, and I was like, uh. Tell me about tell me about all, uh, the stealth bomber. He's like, sir, sir. Uh, they're uh, the best part about him is nobody can see him. Trump's like, wow, it's very very difficult uh, for our enemies to fight us when they can't see the planes. They're invisible. And I'm like, you dumb piece of shit. Like he really, he, he legitimately believes they're invisible planes. Uh, Folks, we got planes like Wonder Woman. You just yeah. see the pilot flying around in the air. Yeah, they're working on making that invisible. That's probably where he got it from. They were like stealth bombers, and he's like, 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 like Wonder Woman, and some some general just took a deep breath, shook his head, and said, "Yeah, yes, yeah, sir." Like, like <laughs> and, and and you know that if they told him that it's like, well, they're not actually invisible. He's like, well, get your guys on that. Why don't we have invisible jets? They should be. Yeah. You should give it a shot. So I told Northrop Grumman, go to the scuff scuff works. We need an invisible uniform, okay? Trump does sound like he'd be the most like supportive person, just like to have as like as your boss, because he just tells you to do shit and you're like, we can't do that. And he's like, This is America, we believe in you. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, there are no bad ideas. Just throw at the wall, see what sticks. Like imagine you're 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 sitting here like Trump 
President Trump, we can't make an Iron Man suit. And he's like, this is America. We're the greatest. You, so I told, the, I told you, you can totally do this. And you're sitting there like, this nigga might be on to something. I could make an Iron Man suit. I, I saw this movie with, with Baron. Uh, he, the, the, the kid goes into a little blanket and he turns invisible. Why can't we do that? <laughs> <laughs> Many people are saying they saw a wizard child to go invisible. Why can't we have that for our soldiers? Well, I think we figured out where the war on science came from. It's because it's too hard to understand. There's a heart inside of me. No, I can't see that. Too much. I mean, he. All, we also forgot, I don't think we've talked about on the podcast, how he retweeted that satire website about how... Um, oh, Babylon B, yeah. Yeah, about how Twitter is blocking like attacks on Joe Biden, and he completely thought it was real. And then when they called him on it, he's like, I knew it was fake. I was just letting people make their own, you know, assumptions. I've, I've never seen a president run on retweets or not endorsements. Like... <laughs> What's not a position? Which is so funny because he's like the shittiest person you work with who's like, no, I didn't even really read it. I just retweeted it. And you're like, okay. I although I do think he really legitimately believed the Babylon B article when he retweeted it. Uh yeah. today, early I think it was today or early yesterday, Greg Jarrett, who's the uh legal analyst for Fox News, he tweeted that as soon as he had written an anti-Biden article, uh, his Wi-Fi went down. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and that he had to step out into his road to send this tweet. And that he needed to come in the house before he was struck by a car. <laughs> Folks, Biden is gang harassing me. He's making me go into traffic to do my job. He's going to make us all do our jobs on highways. I, I guess they just think Biden is some kind of 80s hacker movie, like teenager, and is just like typing at a computer right now and probably listening to us at the moment. God, he'd be cool as hell. He's already got the sunglasses. I would love to see him hacking and you could see the lines of code across his sunglasses. Right. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, though. Cause did you see him like ask Kamala Harris to be his VP, and he had to use his iPhone on a, over a Zoom call, <laughs> like to talk? Like he, he was like, I think talking to her on a cell phone, but was also on a Zoom call, and it was confusing that he couldn't just add another person into the Zoom call. That's amazing. Hacker Joe Biden <laughs> forward slash command man dot exe execute. <laughs> I, it's so weird to me that like the the knock on Biden right now is either a he's completely in cognitive decline and feeble, and at the same time a criminal mastermind. <laughs> no, but that's my that was my my whole thing is like pe- people who like you know because we're most of us are from Texas. Uh, Adam, I don't. Are you from Texas, Adam? I am in a Texas house right now. Oh, yes. See, you understand. We all have friends who just who are like he is. He he's like a liberal paragon of destruction, but also he has dementia. And I was like, y'all gotta pick a struggle. You can't have. <laughs> well, that's what a Greg. That's like the authoritarian playbook, right? Yes. Well. Yes, yes. I was going to say, if y'all want to be really smarty pants, there's the uh, essay on fascism by Umberto Eco, where it's like the enemy is both uh, degeneratively weak and uh, immeasurably strong. You know, it's just easier to not be logically consistent. I think that's what we've learned from politics for sure in the last couple of years. He's really hammering the authoritarian mindset. And, you know, when you like look back on it, uh, you know, GOP, pretty authoritarian right, because it's always that the liberals are incredibly weak, but also uh, they're a part of a global cabal that is uh, right uh, <laughs> destroying our way of life. Or, I mean, well, it's hard to discuss like the ugly aspects of like authoritarian right stuff without like getting into like the anti-Semitic angle. Remember, whenever you hear like George Soros this or global cabal – it's because people have gotten wise enough that if you're like, oh, yeah, they're just talking about the Jews. The dog whistling where they don't say they can't say Jews because that's anti-Semitic. And then you'll have you'll have like the APAC on your ass and everything. So you just say George Soros and he's like the equivalent for all. Jews. The boogeyman. Yeah. yeah, he is. But 
even then they're like, oh man, George Soros is too much because it's like, so now they f- the new boogeyman is Bill Gates. Like Bill Gates is a great boogeyman. Yeah. I mean, if, I, yeah. if I'm Bill Gates though, I, I feel really, I feel really like more successful because now I've been upgraded so much that I'm Jewish. Like think about that. He, he leveled up in richness from regular white to like the Paragon Saint of Jews. That has to... <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. The hatred of Bill Gates is, um, I feel like it's, it's gone to like, mom anti-vaxxers as well. Like it's, it's gone beyond it. Have you seen how, like, I've seen, like, I have mom friends who are posting about how they don't want to, they don't want to vaccinate their children because they want to get them away from Bill Gates. Um, but like at the same time, they're also typing on a Windows computer, and I'm really confused by that. Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna hate Bill Gates, let's hate him for Internet Explorer. Yeah, that's like all the people who are just like uh, who are who are like, if we get the the vaccine, they're gonna use it to track us, or if we do this, they're gonna. It's like, nigga, you got a phone, right? <laughs> like they are listening to you right now, okay? Or the people who are like, I support gun ownership or whatever. But they're like, oh, I get a gun to fight against the government should they violate my... And it's like, these niggas have Abram tanks. You're not doing anything against an Abram tank. <laughs> they have a stealth bomber. You're not... You're. It's an invisible plane. You won't even see it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we need invisible rocket launchers. Well, also the anti-vax thing. I mean, all this crazy right-wing crap really... It's all from the same time. It's like from the 1950s John Birch Society. Like you have to do a lot of reading to understand where all this crazy crap is coming from. Like there were anti-faxers in the 50s that thought, again, there was a dark global cabal that was trying to pollute our you know, bodily fluids and make us weak so we would be dominated by the Soviets. You know, does that sound familiar? Does that, does that conspiracy sound familiar to anyone? Yeah, and now we're in this interesting place where every conspiracy theory ever has been thrown into one uh just into QAnon. everything's mm-hmm. consolidated and like lily said now it's been uh rebranded with an instagram aesthetic if you get into one uh conspiracy theory you just start collecting them right and QAnon gives especially with that rebranding now to where it's like the save the children kind of aesthetic uh, where you can just throw well, a hashtag no, no, no. on yeah. it. But here's the th- here's what's really insidious about that. It's not save the children because that was already an existing hashtag. It became save our children. That was the QAnon flavor mm. of it. So it's wow. even like our children, American children, mm-hmm. right? So um, not not the you know 550 kids that we we don't know where they are now that were separated from their their parents, but <laughs> yeah. Besides that, did you think that there were any other clear misses from the candidates? Yeah, I think I think Joe Biden really whiffed on on fracking. Yeah, like they're like, oh, Joe wants to ban fracking, and he's like, no, I don't. It's like, dude, like seventy percent of uh, Americans when polled support uh, eliminating fracking. So this isn't. I mean, it's it's. It's for the business constituency, not really for voters. I think part of the problem is it has such a cool name that people like just assume like, oh, yeah, we should probably keep that. Yeah, I heard I I haven't watched Battlestar Galactica yet. I want to. So don't ban it before. (laughs) It also sounds like that Christian mom that doesn't cuss, right? Like, Like, you know, the sitcom dad hits his hand with hits his thumb with a hammer. Right. Brack. You have to use the grossest expletives possible in front of your children because we have banned fracking. Okay. <laughs> Is that a shirt? Bit frack. Less fracking, more fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Raw dog the earth. That's <laughs> on. Raw dog the earth. Jesus. We go in without oil so you can have some. <laughs> going, in, going in dry. Oh, it's a geyser. God. I, can I Can I just like, I I don't understand how he like, whenever Trump refers to like Kamala and Biden, he refers to them as like socialist people. Like it's like they're bringing socialism. And I don't, 
they don't they're like the least so like I'm not I'm not imagining that they're the least socialist of the options we were given, right? Like I didn't I didn't just imagine them as No, they no, they were straight up not socialist. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the only person more moderate would have been Mayor Pete. Or Amy Klobuchar. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. You're right. But yeah, I mean, uh, they, they're definitely moderate. I don't think you can really distinguish Biden as a candidate from Reagan. Yeah. Well, you know how often Joe goes on about the revolutionary overthrow of capital and a, <laughs> installing the uh, dictator, dictatorship of labor? Yeah, he's <laughs> very strong socialist elements. I don't, to the I don't see the difference between that and a fifteen dollars minimum wage, Greg. That that sounds about right. <laughs> I, I say, come on, man. Uh, oh. the, the bankers, they're going to get the wall, okay? Or four hundred thousand capital tax gains, sixty percent capital tax money. Come on. Right now, nothing says uh, Marxism like a seventy percent marginal tax rate on income over ten million dollars. though here's my question do you all understand the concept of tax brackets i'm just this is a general uh kind of uh, voter competency question greg is an accountant by the way so i think that's something like i was talking to a friend of mine and he was trying to talk about tax rates He's like oh if you make this much at 60 percent, i'm like yeah on every dollar after Mm -hmm. that I mean, what is it? It's like a zero to 17 or yes. 7,000. Yeah. It's yeah. one rate. So, Greg, I feel stupid having to ask, but I mm. hear it so often. I, I've had coworkers who are like, oh, I don't want to make that much, that exact amount much money because then I'll end up owing more in taxes and it's not worth the trade off. That, that is a lie, right? That like, will I never happen. <laughs> never happen. Okay. Because they don't, they don't teach you this like you don't you don't learn any of this stuff until after you get out of college unless you went into business or accounting like Mm -hmm. and and i took economics in high school they i I remember he briefly touched on taxes but like we didn't we didn't go in depth on it we don't have home economics anymore so you don't learn about like what you don't learn about how home taxes you you don't learn about any of this shit you get to you get past college and then people are like you sign a little sheet of paper and they're like, fill out this. Is Are you married? No. Are you single? Yes. Do you have kids? No. Okay. Put a one here, put a zero here and we'll give you <laughs> your money. And maybe the government will email you a check at the end of this. And that's all the fuck you know. Yeah. I farted blood this year when I filled out my W-4 because <laughs> it was, they changed the form. And like before it was like, uh, I, yeah, what do I put? And then now it's, there's no, you don't put a number anywhere. So I, I had no idea. And how to help you if you the only reason I would say I know even remotely shit about taxes is because I do comedy. And so I have to I had to when I started having to fill 10 and I 1099s or whatever the fuck I filled out. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I should probably learn <laughs> before I wake up one day looking like Wesley Snipes. Like, <laughs> yeah, I had to wear those Heelys on stage three times before I could claim them as an deduction. <laughs> <laughs> Question five. Uh, if you farted blood while filling out this form, attach the FB-A. You can use that on your HSA. <laughs> what's, what's our, where are we? What's our next question? <laughs> the Greg Tax Hour. It's the Greg Greg Tax Hour. It's the 10-minute right. tax hour. It's only 10 minutes, but it feels like an hour. <laughs> Are you ready to increase your tax power? Well, listen to the Greg Catapodi Tax Hour. We probably have time for like one to two questions. So let me see. What do I think would be a great one to ask? Um, do you think who do you think were the winners and the losers here? Uh, America was the loser. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a clear and distinct. I would say I'd say Trump lost in that. Uh, Biden is just fighting a defensive war right now, you know. And that as long as he, as long as uh, Trump doesn't land a haymaker, he's he won. Yeah. So, so Trump's uh, goal was to uh, make Trump look. De- I mean, make Biden look demented, or out of it, or corrupt. And if he did not succeed, then he lost. 
Yeah, yeah, because because all this election is is a referendum on Trump as president, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, I mean, if yeah, if Trump can't land one of those three punches, uh, I think it's or it's like, can he make himself look presidential? I think that's the thing that pissed me off the most about this debate was how reporters going into the debate and then immediately after was like a new tone from our president. <laughs> well, I, mean, I was surprised that he didn't yell and stuff. And at least he, I mean, like my bar is so low that I'm like, I mean, his behavior wasn't that bad compared well, to before. I don't have a high ceiling for him. You realize we sound like abused housewives. Like, <laughs> That's the level we've gotten to where we're like, at least he didn't. And when you're saying at least someone didn't be a shitty person, that is a fucking, that's a fucked up mentality to have. This yeah. is his president. And we're like, at least he didn't act like a child. What? <laughs> and it was such a fast slide down. It was such a fast slide down. And we were just like, this is the new normal. He's going to act like a petulant child. <laughs> I mean, we made mute buttons. We've never had mute buttons right. before. That's now a thing. Right. The, oh, they were both uh, being old, crazy old men, and that's why we had to use the mute buttons. Like, no, Trump was being psychotic and heckling, and that's why the mute buttons were- The whole the whole time, I just kept laughing because Biden's head was like in his hand. Every time Trump would speak, Biden would just put his head in his hands and like shake his head. And I really wanted him at one point just to take a deep breath and like, you know, when you're really frustrated, you just do that kind of walk off and gather yourself. (laughs) And I wanted, I would let Biden say nigga if he just at one point was like this nigga and like walk off. (laughs) (laughs) I would would be like, yeah, I get it, man. I get it. This nigga, I I understand. Well, uh, Joe, if you're listening, Jay just gave you that pass. So that one specific uh, pass. I know you said it in other situations. <laughs> so I well, so Brandon, you're saying this is a referendum on Trump. I so I feel like Trump won on style and got some scores in, but the problem is I'm gonna make another video game analogy. I don't know if anyone plays video games here, but Biden is a bullet sponge in that you can't beat through the first level of armor. Like you can land all these attacks, but the problem is coronavirus is so bad that like Biden could have just taken money directly from China. And I just don't think it would matter because. Yeah. that. So if I'm Biden, that every it doesn't matter what the question is. I just keep pulling it back to. Two hundred thousand. Yeah. Right. He's so stupid and inept. He has zero plan. He doesn't care about you. Like when Trump was like, oh, socialized medicine, I'd be like, this motherfucker's talking about socialized medicine. Meanwhile, he was at Walter Reed getting uh, free health care that you'll never receive. I mean, every time he says, well, we just have to learn to live with it, I'd be like, yeah, but we're not him that can have experimental treatments. Yeah, that we don't can- get Regeneron. Yeah, he's fucking Johnny Appleseed of COVID right now, just hopping from city to city, <laughs> um, spreading COVID. It's it's bizarre that that then he goes like, yeah, but Biden's hiding in his basement, low energy, not doing any uh, 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 campaign stops. And, and the press is like, yeah, Biden, why aren't you doing any uh, any campaign stops? <laughs> why are you being so responsible? Like, what's your deal? The least you can do to be a good human being is put people's health at risk. But yes. then like this, it's also it also speaks to like the fact that half the nation doesn't believe that the virus is a real thing. And so they're like, yeah, Biden, you're acting crazy. And the rest of us that do are like, no, we're looking around holding the bag. Like, have we lost our fucking mind? Like, no, it's not. Yeah. 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 It it makes me second guess myself all the time. I've got, I've got kids. I've got a 17 year old daughter and a 10 year old son. And like thinking about them going back to school and all that stuff. And I look around, I see friends making decisions that I wouldn't make. Right. And then, um, I hear Trump go, we've, we're turning the corner. And then today was the second highest case count day we've had ever. But that's that's just a spike that's going to go away, which I can't believe he would even argue when he was saying, I mean, I, I just watched the Borat movie, right? And they just have clips of, it, it, it takes place like right before March and they have clips of Pence being like, oh, it's going to go down to zero. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. Like. That's all we've ever heard from the administration. No, uh, Trump had a strong uh, coronavirus line. He uh, he said, I was kidding about the bleach. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah, he actually admitted to that. (laughs) 
You yeah. don't get to just retweet or say things and be like, ha gotcha. No! <laughs> Your well, words have meaning. Like, And he was in the debate. He was like, see, there's a problem with you politicians. And it's like, it's been four years. You're a politician too. Like you, it's you're the president. Like, and he's still arguing. He's pretending he's not. That's the thing I love. Though, where there every every commercial for Trump, every commercial for like, they're like, don't let Biden's America come to pass. It's going to be violence in the streets, and it's going to be people are going to die by the by the hundreds of thousands. And I'm like. Uh, my nigga, yeah. I don't want to be the guy to point you, tap you on your shoulder, and be like, uh. <laughs> the B, the B roll is current America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what America are we supposed to be afraid of? The one that's outside. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying. So last question then, what is your favorite post debate drama in here? I, I I like the juxtaposition of the candidates with their wives on stage and how, you know, Jill Biden gives this hug to, to Joe and she's so proud of them. And then Melania is just so fucking over it. And they hold they hold hands in like, I don't even think their hands were touching each other, just hovering slightly. Like hover hands. Hover hands. And then as soon as she could pull her hand away, she did. The idea that she just cannot stand him is so funny to me. Right. Also, why was she wearing a mask? Uh, I was really surprised that she came on stage wearing a mask and her husband isn't. And also had, like, why, why, why did she wear a mask and he didn't? I think yeah. I think Trump uh, was hoping he was still contagious, and there's like you know ten percent chance he could get Joe with it. Yeah. Although he he's convinced that he what did he say I'm I'm immune. Maybe maybe for the <laughs> they next don't know months, how long. Maybe forever. I may be Superman. People are saying I'm hearing he is the funniest president though. Like there it was leaked that he was thinking about ripping his shirt open when he came out of the hospital and displaying a Superman logo. Oh, whatever, whatever advisor shot that down should be fired. He's, he's basically a war criminal in my eyes. Yeah. Whoever stopped Trump from putting on the, pulling the Superman move. Worst American to ever live. Yeah, I feel like pick your battles, right? Because like there's sometimes where he'll want to bomb a country and you should just let him have it. Let him have it. Who's going to hurt? We're owed this at this point. If we have to sit through this shit show that is 2020, we need moments like Trump struggling to rip his shirt open to display a picture. <laughs> and then you get like Chris Christie in a dark side costume. <laughs> and he like lumbers over and try and he like takes a swing at a Superman <laughs> Trump. Breaks and, Trump's back. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see a fully improvised fight between those two. <laughs> Lumbering would be a good way to describe it. <laughs> He just smothers him with his fupa. Just <laughs> I, I, I guess I don't know if it was pre-debate drama or I think it's more pre-debate drama. But I don't know. Did you guys actually watch the 60 Minutes interview that Trump leaked early? That's going to be showing on Sunday. I did not. I did not. I did. It made him look like just the whiniest person possible. And and the and I hope they show it in the in the uh, 60 minute piece, but that entire binder that was his uh, <laughs> insurance, his health plan, just empty pages. I mean, it just, it shows how unbelievably dumb he thinks we all are. And we are dumb, mm. but just to show that <laughs> thick book and be like, Oh, this is so substantial. And then, you know, she flips through it and it's just <laughs> blank pages. Like at least copy and paste Laura Mipson under the entire document. <laughs> you know, just so it doesn't look completely empty when it's open. God. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And I mean, it was just from the get go. I mean, the first thing she says is that we're going to ask some hard questions. And he's like, oh, wow, that's, that's super unfair. And it's like, this is the most important job in the world. Like when Biden gets in, I want him to get hammered questions all the time. Like, that's just the job. That's what you do. Yeah. I say, come on, Jack, pound me, pound me in the ass with questions, okay? <laughs> Upcoming uh, Chris Tingle book, uh, Joe Biden is pounding the ass with hard-hitting questions. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any better way to end the show than with that statement. <laughs> 
Sounds like a statement of hope in my mind. <laughs> uh, we wanted to say thank you to our guests, uh, Brandon and Jay. Brandon, do you have anything you would like to plug today? Yeah, you can uh, find me on Facebook, uh, Brandon Davidson Comedy. Uh, on Twitter, I am Brandon Davidson. And then uh, Friday and Saturday at the Amphibian Stage in Fort Worth, Halloween weekend, uh, we have so many funny comics. They're going to be socially distanced, masked up. I haven't done stand up in like seven months, so I don't, I'm probably just going to fart in a microphone for 25 minutes. You got to keep with that brand of not being able to find that bathroom. That's right. <laughs> Always be farting. Okay. Then, uh, Jay, do you have anything you want to plug? <laughs> uh, anything to plug? Uh, yeah. So you uh, on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Jay Agbon was here. Um, I have, uh, I've, I've been putting up like clips weekly, um, under the Jay Agbon was here summer session series. Uh, I do, if we have anyone from DC, uh, I help run a show called the heavyweights, uh, comedy show up here. We're having our next show October 30th in backyard, in a backyard because we're cool. Uh, follow us on Instagram at the heavyweights DC. And I believe that is it. Oh, I have a podcast coming out uh, called Glad You Came. The first episode, uh, season one should be dropping sometime in December. And on that note, we'd like to thank you for joining us on our advocacy exploration today. Remember to go vote. That is the most important thing you can possibly do right now. And don't forget to smash that like button on iTunes or however you do things on your favorite podcasting app. And remember, when the world gets you down and everything is terrible, keep trying. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're almost done with this election cycle. I, I always miss the cues here. I'm so terrible at this. Joe, Joe Robinette. This is this is Grace Jones. Joe. Joe. Join in. Join in. Join in. Joe, Joe. Joe. Yeah, this might have been the closest we've, closest we've yeah. ever gone. Or yeah, I've been I've been to Aldi's and it looks like what like a supermarket they would make in a refugee camp to give people a sense of normalcy. Hey, they, they've redone some of that one. The one near me, they redid. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I totally feel you. You'll be walking out and you're like, oh, these look like Cocoa Krispies. And then it's just slightly different. Like, <laughs> yeah. the fonts but, are the same. Every it's that and they corner you. Like, this, the layout is a little too, like, maze-like. I, well, I just meant, like, everything's on a palette... Yeah. You know, oh, okay. And there's it's just like heavy raw wood, <laughs> and you just all you need to do is throw down some sawdust. Like, wood chips, sawdust. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you feel like I used to be I used to be an accountant, but now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> then the bombers came. Yeah. Then the invisible planes dropped bombs on us. <laughs>